Hello, and welcome back to the episode of Love You Always. My name is Betta, and I'm a women's life and leadership coach. My work is rooted in reconnecting with your heart and aligning with your true self to expand and play a big game. I guide my clients through embodiment practices such as meditation and breath work to allow intuition to come forward from their body rather than their mind. This podcast is a place you can come back to to receive inspiration, wisdom, and new insights from women who lead and live their life from love and embodiment. This is a powerful conversation with a wonderful coach, Lindsay Carothers. Lindsay is a life coach who helps creative and ambitious high achievers get unstuck, heal burnout, and live on their own terms. She spent years on Broadway and teaching yoga and using embodiment, mental rehearsal, and conversational hypnosis to coach the unconscious mind to help her clients create massive results. Lindsay and I met at a coaching event in March 2022, and since then, we've naturally been connected and cheering each other on. This conversation is so honest and raw, and what it really means to detox from the hustle culture, and how to work with goals versus feeling held back by them, along with having more fun, creating from who you are versus the pressure of having to meet certain expectations. Lindsay and I are moving and grooving throughout this episode. You may feel it. So I invite you to do the same. If you feel called, go for a walk, maybe dance it out. I do begin this episode with a meditation. So feel free to participate if that feels safe or simply observe. I think you will really enjoy this one. Love you always. Hi, Lindsay. Welcome. Hi. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. Me too. For those who can't see our faces, we're matching. We're twins today. We're both wearing black. We both have our hair down. I think I have like the exact same um, earrings you have, but not wearing them. But I have very similar day. Ones. Yeah. Day. Yep. Mm-hmm. Similar, <laughs> similar vibe here. Um, yep. Well, thank you so much for being with me today. I have now started to create these conversations with people who truly inspire me in the way that they're living their life. And you and I came across each other um, not that long ago, which we might get into, but I'm excited to just dive into this conversation from an open heart and an open space for us to explore. So before we get started with talking, I'd love to guide you through just a grounding moment, grounding breath, so we can both arrive. Does that sound good? I love that. Okay. All about it. Let's go. Oh, yeah. So if you'd like, I actually want to invite some movement before we settle in. So like, if you want to shake out your hand, shake out your arms, lift them above your head, just uh, maybe just sigh it out. Uh, yeah, feeling that rhythm, that release from your body. And then you can slowly place one hand over your heart maybe both hands over your heart or whatever feels most comfortable and aligned for you in this moment. And just finding the rhythm of your breath here, beginning with a big inhale through the nose, exhale through the mouth. 
Inhale into the nose. Exhale through the mouth. And on the next inhale, really feel that air, that breath move in through the nose, down into your body. Deep inhale. And a deep, slow exhale. One more just like that at your own pace. And then when you're ready, just come back into your heart space, feeling that connection between your palms and your chest, or just bringing your attention into your heart, through your mind. Just noticing how you feel. What's present in your body. And then I want to invite you to bring forward what is most present on your heart and your mind today. Just bring that forward. Let it land on your heart space. And allow that to just move and circulate within your chest. Taking another inhale through the nose. Exhale, breathe it out. And then if you'd like, you can open your arms out wide on the next inhale. Reach your arms above your head. Reach it, grow, extend, expand. Maybe smile or move your mouth. And then you can slowly relax your body, landing into your chair, opening your eyes, and coming back. <sighs> so, I would so love, good. yes. Thank you for sharing that. I would love to hear what came up for you in that short, brief meditation. It's so powerful to. You know, I'm teaching a workshop today also. And like I have a lot of client calls, work, workshop. There's a lot of doing. And mm -hmm. I always start my workshops with a dance party. Like get up and move your body and dance. And it feels very similar of, I think a lot of times humans, we can get into like, oh, I'm, I'm feeling nervous. Or there's this like energy that's like present in the body. And rather than making mm -hmm. that a bad thing, it's like, Oh yeah, like letting it be there, even the way you had us shake it out and stretch and move. It's like giving that energy a channel or or space to morph or travel, and then allowing us to slow down. And when you asked what was on my heart, it was I have a lot of things going on today, and they're all I'm doing a lot of things that I love, and it just got me back into alignment of bringing joy and ease to mm. all the things that I'm doing, which is the whole, it's who we're being versus what we're doing. So it's being able to bring those qualities even to a full schedule is so great because it doesn't mean we have to do less or 
do more. It's not about what we're doing, but how we're feeling about the things, mm. which is so, it allows me to, even now I feel so much more relaxed and like, oh, there's a conversation. We're going to have a podcast. It's like, <laughs> but it's fun. Like it's good and it's easy and it's, I can come back and be intentional about how we're showing up to all the things. Yeah. So that was so wonderful. And it was so fast too. It's so simple. It can just be those few moments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. So I'm good. I'm so happy that you reflected that and how it landed for you and also how you, in your own way, bring that into your work. And so I'm curious to hear a little bit more about that joy. Like what what brings you joy in your work? Where do you find that? Is it in your body? Is it from conversation? Like what, what's lighting you up to do all these things? Mm -hmm. I think it is like somebody I talked to recently, we were talking about nervous sighted because she has a daughter and she asked her daughter, like on the first day of kindergarten, she's like, how do you feel? And her daughter was like nervous sighted, (laughs) which is so cute. And it is sort of like, oh, we do these things because of how we want to feel like any goal we have or dream or relationship. It's like, we want to, we want to feel good and connected and energized. So I think relating that, bringing the, that's how I want to feel. And sometimes I think we put like, Oh, I have this big goal. Oh, I have this thing that feels scary. We like sort of put more nervous than excited on it. Mm -hmm. It's like the whole point is to feel energized and is to feel connected and to be present right which requires us to like channel that energy and embrace it and let it be the batteries versus being like oh I have to show up a certain way or I'm doing it wrong I think that's where I go into where it's not joyful things start to feel heavy and not fun Mm. I'm thinking I need to do it right versus like oh this can just be fun I can have some some shimmies like I can bring (laughs) movement into this I can like laugh I can feel like oh like that giddiness but let that be fuel instead of like oh no something's going wrong I'm gonna say something wrong or do it wrong Mm. that's a big one for me is like when I think when I think about doing it wrong when I become like so hyper focused on doing it right that's where like the joy feels like it's sucked out of it versus Mm. like Oh yeah, like if it's easy, it's joyful. We can say whatever; it doesn't matter because mm. we're feeling joyful, and we can coach a client or we can do a workshop. And it's like more about the energy of it than, and whatever comes from joy is creates more of that versus like I have to do this right. Like no one really cares about that so much. And I don't want to care about that. Mm-hmm. I want to be in the experience of joy and ease. So even like permission to feel that and let it be kind of messy and like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like that's joyful to me. Mm. I can feel it in the way that you're like moving your body and dancing around. Yeah, I'm like shimming. <laughs> you're shimming the energy. <laughs> so, yeah. so I want to really hear like a tangible example of how that's showing up in your life maybe today or this past week, or even just something that you've been working with in a sense that the thought of, oh gosh, I'm not doing it right. Or oh, I'm going to do it wrong. Like what has been an example in your life that you can walk me through 
maybe how you moved past that or are you still in that and you're you're working with it still yeah so what's coming to mind first is bringing more ease into my coaching practice i work from home a lot of the time and i definitely had been feeling like i'm glued to my desk mm. and like i need to be showing up in a certain way and i also do a lot of like peer coaching with coaches in groups that i'm in or with my client not peer coaching with my clients but there are a lot of things i could do like from the couch mm. like even writing an email so it's like even this <laughs> even this i could be doing this from the couch i and i did like a friend call and i did that from the couch and i could i could do that with my clients too like with my laptop and but it's like oh i can as, it's, there's something about like the emails i can just be laying down and writing oh i can take a nap in the middle of the day because i decided to have my own thing mm -hmm. which is the point of being an entrepreneur is that you can take a nap in the middle of the day if you want to mm. like that's part of it it's not, it's it's like oh i don't want to be be in a certain location all the time i like the freedom of a midday nap or like a workout in the middle of the day or something that's so i think i was forget i was leaving out like the perks of why i'm doing this in the first place like yeah cuz i get to craft and work with my energy and as projectors we're both yes. <laughs> human design it's like i can really work with the ebbs and flows of my energy in a way that i don't feel like i have to i'm not pushing myself so kind of like the ease of the emails or even to your email today said so taking a walk and it's getting nicer out here too so it's like oh i can just like go outside for 30 minutes and i can but really the, like the couch has been a big one for me this week and then also um i was talking to somebody coaching somebody last week and she was saying she also was feeling kind of stuck in like when she had a lot of calls in one day and she just kind of wants to be at the pool and she wants to be more movement and we talked about like part of her strategy is like you can take calls from the pool mm. you can write emails from the pool and she's like oh yeah and there's like there's like delicious nourishing drinks and snacks it's like oh yeah mm. what about that like bringing the snacks and bringing the movement even yeah. that made me how we kind of moved today even bringing movement into structure like oh yeah i can get up and move my body in between calls or maybe i have like making sure i have a buffer in between things so it's not everything so rigid there's like spaciousness and movement within mm. the structure of what i'm doing yeah. Oh, I so relate to this. So relate. And what I'm, um, what, what's coming up for me is my experience too, of going from nine to five, working at a desk or going to an office and then moving into the entrepreneur, entrepreneurial space as a creator and business owner and carrying the same structure that didn't serve me in the first place but because I was so used to it that's what I, that's all I knew even though my intention was to be like I'm going to recreate this for myself I'm going to make more time for myself or whatever that looked like so I'm curious for you like where where do you think that's stemming from the keeping the your calendar keeping your calendar one thing after the next like not making time for the walks or the the couch in the middle of the day 
Yeah. Well, it is, it is like employee mindset of this is what society has decided is business hours and kind of bringing that. And for me, I would, I was an actor. I am an actor, but like living in New York, acting freelance, it's a little different than a nine to five because it is, it's very, it could be very sporadic and the schedule changes all the time. And it, but that is like piecing together a schedule, hustling, like mm. gotta do so much action to keep it working, can't slow down or I will like, it's so fight or flight. It was so fight or flight, can't slow down, gotta keep going. Like scrappy energy no time to rest. If I want this, I got, you know, like if I'm not showing up, someone else is, but it was mm. so action focused. And I think that's where my, that's what I'm sort of detoxing from the hustle, which we kind of talked about before is, oh yeah, scrappy energy kept me alive, but it's like, I don't, I didn't like that. The grind, I don't subscribe to the grind anymore, but I can feel sometimes I will fall back into the doing because I know that I can stay alive that way. <laughs> I mm. can get things done that way, but it feels terrible. So it is sort of training my nervous system. It's okay to take a nap right now. It's okay to turn it off, especially building our own thing when it feels like we are the, it, it will fail if we don't show up for it. Mm. I think that's where that comes from. But if we're, but it's the same thing of like the being versus the doing. If you were being an employee, you're used to that sort of rigid structure that feels bad, but you know, that's kind of what everybody else does. Like everybody else shows up and has to, so it's, we get used to, well, that's how it's supposed to be because that's how I earned money or that's how I succeeded versus could it be easy to earn money? Could there be joy? Could I make money doing something that I love? What does that feel like? It feels different to our system. So we have to train the system. Mm. Yeah, this is a new, like, oh, I can feel ease and do something I love and make money. I just never saw that modeled really for me. So it's been something I've had to train myself and my system. Like we can still show up and it can feel good. There can be joy. Mm. There can be breaks. Yeah, so it's like a retraining or like an unlearning of the, this is how everybody else does it. This is how I've done it in the past. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, what I recently heard from my coach when I was expressing something similar was what got you here is no longer what's going to get you there. And I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah oh, wait. it feels so good because even though it's something that doesn't sustainably fuel me in the moment the attachment of doing feels really good for me does that feel yeah. the same for you yeah it just feels safe it's like yeah. okay I know if I force myself to do things I don't want to like some results will be created like I will because that's in the past. Like, I know if I just go push myself, like something's going to, there's like a safety in mm -hmm. exhausting myself or ourselves versus like, yeah, it's safe to 
it's safe for it to come from ease. It's safe. We ha it is like, oh, we got to just try. We got to show our body that it's safe. Yeah. Like noticing how much higher quality, the higher quality of work that is created from ease and desire versus like, ah, pushing and hustle. Yeah. What do you feel like for you is when she said that to you, what, what did that shift in your mind? Of like what you've done so far isn't going to be the same thing that gets you there. It really made me think about the whole, the entire way that I've been thinking about work my entire life. Like, but if I just sit at my computer and make sure I answer every single email and go, 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 like create something new every single minute that I have available and keep my calendar full. That means that things will occur. Things will come from that because I come from a sales background and in sales, it was like, you got to constantly forecast your business. You have to constantly have more calls on your calendar than deals that will come, come through. So it's, it's, this feeling of always being behind was just what I was used to and catching up to that, catching up to the number, catching up to the the goal. And that really made me realize like that behavior and way of being no longer serves me and my business at all. Like more space on my calendar is actually going to be way more beneficial because it's going to allow things to land instead of just climbing, climb, climb, climb the ladder until I reach to who knows where. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I want to pick the ladder that I want to climb and I want it to be slower and more peaceful and more enjoyable. Yeah. And I, maybe I don't even want it to be a ladder. I'm like, maybe I want it to just be a walk <laughs> through the garden. <laughs> Flat yeah. Garden. Why do we have to climb? <sighs> Can we like walk through a garden? That feels so much better. Yeah. That's, and interesting, the feeling like you're always behind by having more calls, sort of like talk, having more calls than deals will come through. I wonder if there's like a way of being where, because that's just a circumstance, right? Like it is like X amount of calls equals X amount of deals, but feeling behind is like a thought about it. Mm-hmm. Versus like, it could just be a fact of like probability or statistics, but also like, do you want to be having that many calls? It's, that's an interesting idea, right? Cause it's like, same with even me when I was an actor and it's like, I gotta, I gotta hustle. I gotta show up. Cause it's like auditions, how many auditions mm -hmm. I need to have to book a role. It's the same idea, but it's like, what if we don't have to feel behind in that like what if it could still be what if like the volume is actually the fun part is the game like yeah like my my coach I have a post-it here somewhere but she she had me one time write down coaching is so good for my nervous system Ooh, so it was like sort that. of like yeah so allowing me to find ease even if I have a full day and not mm -hmm. be like, gotta get through these calls. And same with auditions. I have, I coach 
actors and this is the, I'm thinking about one in particular and she's like I'm having so much fun in the room now that she's like wanting to show up because she's she we kind of created this audition advocate like she likes being on the sidelines being like yeah you're killing it so am I versus being like god look at these people they're so they're so much better than me they they're doing that I'm over here in the corner kind of being like excited to be in the room just for the energy and the experience of it versus like feeling behind or not enough but making friends with the volume I think has been important too for me finding more ease like today I have I have a 12-hour day and part of me was like oh my god that's so long it's such a long day and then I had a call this morning at eight with a coach and I, I coached her on actually her schedule was so packed mm. and we created this like, like this bubble of like this super bubble of space around her meetings so that she feels like she's not in traffic and the bumper to bumper, but it's like, and she's like, oh, I'm going to change all my meetings to 50 minutes instead of an hour so that I have 10 minutes. And she's like, we were imagining like a superhero who like puts their hand out and is like, stops the car right it's like oh creating this and she was we made up a song too like to the happy birthday song um oh she's like i'm a super space bubble <laughs> I'm a super space bubble but like i love that fun and she's like i'm changing my schedule right now and so she started creating more space and it is like i have a 12-hour day but i'm doing things i love I'm talking to you right now i'm doing a workshop today i have client calls I'm doing a tra another training that's this evening it's like mm. it's all things I, I want so it is like how to be how to regulate my nervous system and find ease like at the audition like what would make it fun it's like oh audition ad oh audition ad audition activist because she's mm. also really passionate about there's a lot of causes that she's really passionate about so she's like we used that energy to so she was like I was there on the sidelines and she's been getting so many callbacks her energy has been so different and she keeps showing up because she's actually fueled by like the the work is life-giving versus draining which is something that we met at the main event I think right mm -hmm. the yeah. main event was the coaching event that we met at and Carolyn Freyer Jones is an amazing coach and she always talks about this work is life-giving mm not draining so it's it is like oh yeah how is it life-giving and I think that's like the batteries that we kind of found even in the beginning of like how is this joyful where is the fun what is the point of doing all of it especially now that like maybe you were selling something that you didn't enjoy but even that like for somebody that is in a nine-to-five in a job that they don't like it could still be like where is the fun in this absolutely well it's coming back to what you identified which was it wasn't the schedule it wasn't the calls that were making me unhappy it was the feeling of being behind yeah it was that at the end of the day i would not acknowledge the work that i did and the you know it make fun through the conversations that i was having I would sit at the end of the day and be like, oh my God, I have another one tomorrow, another day to like this tomorrow, or, oh my gosh, I am so far from my number. 
where, where do I need to go? How, how am I going to find this? And it came from a place of stress. It came from a place of fear. And I a hundred percent agree with you that no matter what you're doing, it's not what you're doing. It's who you're being. It's how are you looking at it? How are you perceiving yourself? How are you feeling in that experience? Because I think we would both agree, like being a life coach is absolutely life-giving, but you can also create it. So it's draining. Like, it doesn't matter what we're doing. Even if we picked our dream job, we can make it draining or we can make ourselves feel behind. And so it's really like, I love the quote, wherever you go, there you are. Like your, <laughs> your being and your thoughts are going to follow you no matter what you do. So yeah. that's like, that's what I work on with a lot of my clients. And I then see it come up in myself through my own coaching. It's like, oh yeah, there it is. There's, there's the thing to work with. So I'm curious for you, does that resonate? Yeah, it's so true. It is like, I'm also, I'm reading uh, Abraham Hicks money and the law of attraction mm. that, that Abraham Hicks book right now. And it, they talk about, yeah, if we are doing a career and we're feeling drained and we're feeling burnt out and we hate it, and then we move to the next career from that same way of being, we're going to create the same conditions in the new thing, even if it, even if we're doing something different, which is just what you said. Yeah. So it is like, wait, what do I want even in this job that I've been telling myself I hate? Like, there's a reason that I'm there. Why am I here? What do I want? Even if it's, I want a different job. And in the meantime, I want to just connect with people and feel happier, right? Like just mm -hmm. kind of shifting our being first, no matter what we're doing. I feel like we keep repeating this, but it's good to repeat because that's how we yeah. that's how we learn. That's how we reinforce things. So it is true. And I and I can notice sometimes when I slip into that hustly actor grind way of being, even in my coaching business. And it's like, wait, whoa, like that's not the point of this is to mm -hmm. be doing like to be grinding. I want to feel free. I want there to be ease and joy. And when I just remind myself of that, it is like, oh, I have all these tools and ways to feel better during my day. I can go outside. I can shake it out. I can meditate in between. I cannot book myself wall to wall. So it is like, oh yeah, what are the ways? How can I show up the way I want to? Like, who do I want to be in this situation? And yeah, it is like not just, and also moving toward the positive, not away from the negative, mm. right? I think sometimes Say it's that like, again. move towards the positive, not away from the negative. Say more about <laughs> that. I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. So am I, so also my meditation teacher, Emily Fletcher, who I love, she owns, she created Ziva Meditation for anybody that's looking for, um, even more resources, but she talks about this a lot. And it's the same idea that Abraham talks about in this book. There's a difference between thinking about what you want and thinking about, oh man, I have to find, I'm going to find this, but let me talk about, yeah, moving toward the positive, not away from the negative allows us to think, what do I want? What is interesting to me? 
what am I curious about? Who do I want to be in the world versus like, I hate this job, got to get out of it. And then we're coming from this like resistant place, knowing what we don't want, but like focusing on what we don't want Mm -hmm. and feeling bad. It's kind of like an actor that moves. It's like an actor that's not doing well in New York, right? Like not doing well. Maybe they're not booking and they're feeling bad about their career. And they're like, I'm just going to move to LA and it'll be better. Like it'll be better there. But then they move to LA, but they're the same person. Mm-hmm. So nothing, it's not about it versus someone being like, you know what? I, I would love to live in LA and have more space and there's sunshine. And I want to explore acting out there. And also the lifestyle is different. Like just the energy behind those two scenarios is so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, so it's like, you could do the same action, but the energy that you do it from, right. You can still move to LA, but not being like, oh, this, like this city sucks. I'm like, no one's listening to me. No one's giving me chances. I'm going to go to LA. Like, you know, screw New York. Mm-hmm. It's so different and like moves to LA. They're the same person versus, oh, like I've been there a couple of times. I love it. I want to be able to go on a hike and go to the beach and audition and meet people there. And like, that's just so different. So mm-hmm. moving toward the positive, there's such a different energy behind it, which is cool too, because then we don't even necessarily have to change what we're doing. We might want to change what we're doing, but we might just want to change who we're being. Mm-hmm. in the thing mm-hmm. yeah and that comes to light through this exercise of like reassessing your thoughts reassessing where you're coming from reassessing your energy and sometimes like you said you need tools to to bring forth that energy like for me moving dancing my body like going for walks all of those things allow me to step out of the negative or step out of the tunnel vision that I'm having to be able to see a different perspective or talking with my coach, obviously, like that's the most powerful and direct way to do it. But if I am leaning into my own resources within myself, it's like even journaling, like writing down the, the reasons behind wanting to move or get a new job or start a new program. And then assessing like, okay, is this coming from I don't like the programs that I'm running now. I'm not feeling full. Like my bank account is low or is it coming from, wow, I cannot wait to be in community with these people. I cannot wait to share this message. I feel so aligned with bringing this together or creating this change. Yeah. Even talking about it. I'm like, what do I want yeah. to do? <laughs> yeah. And it's true. It might, yeah. it's such a good thing. It's like, is what I want and can I do this with what's currently like with what I'm currently creating with what I'm currently experiencing or is it like time to change the circumstance Mm -hmm. right it's like oh it might just be right the way I'm thinking about it what I do want to experience even if somebody has a job that they're like dragging their feet and they're stressed about it's like is there opportunity to have fun here Mm -hmm. is there a connection here that I'm not bringing or I'm missing is there like actually boundaries that I'm not setting could I close the door simple things like that or it, it might be like you know what I shifted who I was being and I realized like I really want to make a change but that's such a different place to come from than like yeah uh this job sucks it 
is too, like working with a coach or just, just remembering like most of the things that we do are a choice unless you're an infant, right? And there are adults control, like taking care of you. Most of us chose to do the things that we're doing, even when they feel shitty, <laughs> like even when they don't, yeah. it's like, wait, wait, like I am choosing this. It's not happening to me. Mm-hmm. So how do I, I either get to shift how I'm showing up to it or actually like this relationship isn't working for me anymore, but that's from a place of empowerment and choice. Not like this person never does this. And it's good to notice like the complaining and what's underneath the complaining or Mm. feeling like, Oh, even like, I'm so tired. Like I have to check in on that one with myself too, of like, wait, what am I, what am I really needing from this complaint? Mm. like why is this coming up internally what do I actually need oh yeah like the point of this was that I get more rest and I can take time in the day and like oh oh, I'm not doing it why am I not doing that let me start to do that again yeah and I think it's just having the grace that sometimes you do need to reassess and restart and there's different seasons of our life where we're going to be more in the doing than in our being and we have to just again, come back to our alignment, use the tools that we have to, to pause. And I'm curious when you're in the motion of feeling overwhelmed or like repeating complaining thoughts, what does pull you out of that? What are your go-tos? Yeah, it's getting coached. I have a lot of support. So just being like, okay, also noticing that it's me focusing on what I don't want and being like, I know I'm in this, Ugh, this feels terrible. First, just acknowledging like, okay, this is here. Mm. And again, not making myself wrong for it. And then getting coached, slowing down, even if it's like listening to a recording or meditating. I mean, I meditate every day anyway, but sometimes I need to like, even I've meditated, I've done Ziva. So it's 20 minutes, twice a day. I've done that for almost eight years it's been seven and a half years. So it's like, sometimes, I, yeah, it's, a, it's so cool. And sometimes yeah. I even need like, Ooh, a, an extra guided meditation or something. Cause sometimes Ziva is self guided, but sometimes just having somebody's voice creates mm. such a permission for my body to oh, like having, having, you know, being guided through something is, can be so nurturing to hear it coming from somebody else and having somebody hold space. Like you said, in your email, even having your coach hold space for you. So that could be through a coach or even a guided sometimes can give me that feeling of, Oh yeah, there's somebody holding the space. Um, and I will say like, it's a practice. I'm not I feel like the cycle is shorter. Whereas maybe Mm. in the past when I wasn't so invested in coaching and my tools and healing, it would be like months that I would be feeling overwhelmed and burnt out versus like, it might be a couple days or a few weeks, but it's like, it's, I can recognize what's happening so much faster and see like, okay, Let's see what's happening here. What am I really needing? Like, what is the unconscious need underneath this thing? Like, what's underneath 
the complaint, mm. what's underneath the burnout or the overwhelm. And it's usually, I mean, it, it's often go, it's mostly a thought like I'm behind or I'm not doing it right. That for me is like, oh, thought I wasn't doing it right again, trying to be a follower of this program versus, oh, my coach told me this being a follower versus like, I'm the authority. Mm. Oh yeah, I know what's best for me. Sometimes I think too, even like using coaching against myself versus mm. like, wait, wait. <laughs> yes, wait. that can happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, cause I love, and it's also sneaky cause I love coaching. I love being coached. I consider myself highly coachable. I love taking feedback and being like, Ooh, yeah. Ooh, how can this be happening? I love that. And sometimes it is like, wait, let me just return to what I know. Mm. You even said earlier, acknowledging the work that you're doing, that's, that can really create burnout when we're not seeing the work that we're doing. Cause it's like, oh, that doesn't really count. Mm-hmm. Like, no, it all counts. Okay. So just coming back into what I do know, and that could be like a, even the meditation that you did in the beginning, it could be that simple or it could, I could need a couple more of those like throughout the day. Let me re recenter, recenter. Yeah. So powerful. So I remember you sharing with me when we were talking about doing this podcast around goals and like how the beginning of the year, having goals, having intentions, it's like all the things, it's fresh start, joining a program, being held. How are you finding that balance? Like are one, are you open to sharing some of your goals that feel really big and and exciting? And share with us a little bit of that dance that you are working towards the goal, but also finding alignment, working towards the goal, finding alignment without creating burnout so fast. Yeah. So this is interesting because I feel like this is something I've recently noticed is I had some anger towards my coaches for having the audacity to believe that I could create, Mm. like in one of my masterminds, it was 25K in 30 days. And I was just like, that's just not going to happen. Like, I can't do that. And I was like spinning in drama and was bringing up so many things. of like, how that's not going to happen. That's impossible. And I created a slightly different money goal with my other coach, but it, like 25K in 30 days would have helped. Like it would have um, applied to the uh, this other goal too. So it's like, with this idea of like 25K in 30 days, and I was just spinning in so much drama. And I was like, mad that <laughs> they would believe that I could do that I'm so angry at them like my old self-concept being like how dare they have the audacity to believe in me like mm. that wow and I could feel that I was like hiding that from them and then I actually talked to my coach this week and I was like I was like mad at you for holding me to this and in my master because I'm in a mastermind and I have a one-on-one coach and in the mastermind, somebody shared too, the first time they did the 25 K in 30 days, she's like, I was so mad at you. Like the coach, she's like, I was just mad that like, this would be considered. And it's like, so interesting to think that that's essentially what a coach is for is to have like 
to hold, have the audacity to believe in us at this next level of what's possible because there are people making 25K in 30 days all the time. Like this, it's possible on planet earth. It's not, mm -hmm. it's not that crazy, but like from the self-concept of like, I've never done that before. Like, oh my God. So get like, so it's kind of like the point of the goal, all that stuff to come up to see how I'm not thinking about myself and where I go into doubt versus, okay, what would that look like to create that amount of value? What would it look like to make that many offers or show up in a way? Oh, what work is required to create that? And maybe I underestimated it. Like even at, like, again, using acting as an example, because I think it's cool to, it's a good way to look at versus a monetary goal, but like booking a show and people will be like, well, I went to auditions and like, I haven't gotten any callbacks. It's like, okay, well, it might take more work than you were thinking it would. Mm -hmm. And not to make that a bad thing, but like, oh, it's going to take you showing up a X amount more times until you book. But then you can think about like, oh, it took me 20 auditions. Oh, next time it's going to take me, maybe it'll take me 15. Maybe it'll take like, or it'll take me 60 days to make 25K. Maybe I can do it in 40 days. But just like using the goal as a way to up-level our self-concept and not using it against ourselves. But knowing that that's, that can happen and it's very human. And a lot of times big goals like that, the point of them is to ask us to up-level of how am I showing up? Who would I have to be to create this? Mm. What value would I have to add into the world? What, where do my skills need to be? Who do I, how many people do I need to know? What kind, you know, where am I not connecting? Where am I not being useful and valuable? So I feel like I was so mad about, I was like so mad about goals and now I'm like, then it's not just to achieve the goal and then like not, or, or not achieve it and then not have your own back and be like, well, I failed. It's like, no, you have the big goal and you keep going no matter how long it takes. And then it's like, oh, maybe I can shorten that. Mm-hmm. And to allow all the anger of like, oh, that's just my old self-concept being like, no, I'm just not someone that can do that. And it's like, what if I let that go? That like little, like mm, that, that version of me that's like really wants to fight for the fact that I can't do it. Mm. Like, that little and be angry thing about there. it. Yeah. Like, how dare you? You're like, like hold the space. Let me be angry about it. <laughs> Yeah. it's like like oh yeah like what if I had the audacity to believe I could do that what would I be how would I be showing up mm. like giving ourselves permission yeah yes yeah. <laughs> and it's so good to hear too like other people reflect that they also were mad when someone really believed in them it's like yeah because it's our old self-concept holding on mm. for dear life and it's like that, like what you said about like, what got you here isn't going to get you there. It's like that, the mm -hmm. current self-concept created what you currently have. So if you want something different, there needs to be a new self-concept. And that old one's going to be like, no. don't let me go. <laughs> don't let me go. Take me with you. Yeah. Yeah, you can go. This is what we're doing now. This is who yeah. we are now. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, oh. That little guy in there really wanted to fight for my limitations so hard. Mm. And what if I, like, we don't have to fight for that anymore. I'm going to fight for what I do want. Oh, people are doing this on planet Earth. 
this is possible mm-hmm. even if no one's done it on planet earth we could still be like it could, it's still possible so but possible. like but that one is like like a money goal or like accomplishment. most goals that we have someone else is also doing them so just being like this is this is possible mm-hmm. oh yeah. i love that speaking of goals and and like I really loved that entire concept and what you shared. I'm going to absolutely take that away. Um, do you also have a sense of comparison that comes up in that anger? Like, well, that person can do it because they're there or like you can do it because you're my coach and you've been doing it for five years. Like what occurs in your mind and your body when you, when comparison comes up and how do you work with that material? Is it yeah. similar I mean, or different? It's totally like, well, yeah, you can do it because X, Y, Z, you know, more people, you've been doing it longer. You, you believe in, you believe this about yourself. You, there's all like the anger has all the reasons why mm-hmm. it's fighting for like, well, why you can do it, but I can't like, you know, somebody you're more connected. Oh, you did this thing. You have money, more money. You have like, whatever versus that like that's where the comparison comparison totally comes up and then it's like okay but like they didn't always have that or maybe they did but it's not useful for me to think that way at all and okay when I was a baby I couldn't walk and then I just tried it a bunch of times until I could I wasn't like those adults are walking (laughs) but I can't because I have jelly legs like I wasn't like we're not doing that we're just like it and I keep falling but like the most basic thing of like we couldn't always walk we couldn't always read it's like Mm. oh it's just like the thing I want is actually just on the other side of me building the skill and practicing the thing being the person who has it it's actually something I can practice yeah like I'm rehearsing a character it's like oh I can just keep rehearsing this Okay. And then like starting to just take tiny baby steps toward that thing. And then it's like, oh yeah, I said this new rate and I didn't die. And they said, no, but like, I didn't die. Nobody died. Oh, okay. Or like, oh, I said the rate again. And someone's like, it's like, oh, it feels a little more natural or like, Mm. and then it's like, I said the rate and someone said, okay. And it's like, but like, maybe it takes saying it 20 times. Mm -hmm. My coach will be like, She's like, get 12 no's. I'm like, okay. So then I'm like going for the no. Mm-hmm. Auditions. Like, what if you just have fun? Like, what if you're, the point is to like not book it. You're just like going to enjoy yourself. And it's like, the then we can also, that's, there's something about getting into congruence with our goals where if like a money goal or an accomplishment goal is creating stress, it is like, what is underneath that? So I, I'll share with you too, like for 2023, my goal is, 150k and I did some coaching in the program I'm in and I realized the actual goal is like I am always taking care of myself Mm. and I was like that's so different than 150k (laughs) like it's not about the money it's actually like me feeling taken care of and empowered and safe and taking care of my needs and being able to continue to improve and invest and taking care of my my family or like you know it's like oh there's that feels way more congruent than like 
a number. So it is like, what is the goal that's actually congruent with the thing that I think I want? What's actually underneath it has been also really helpful. Mm. I, I have a sense that that is also helpful for you to receive the nose because it's like, this is all part of it. It's not actually about the number. Yes. Yeah. That's a, that's a defined data point that is going to help me. However, it's beneath that, that actually is the learning, the lesson, the fulfillment, the peace, all of, all of that juiciness. Yeah. And like, I can still take care of myself even when somebody says no, mm-hmm. like, Oh, I got, I got food. I have a roof. Mm-hmm. Okay. Actually, all my needs are met. It's like coming back to sufficiency. Like that's actually what I want to feel from this number. It's not like just a random, because I was kind of feeling disconnected from a random number versus like, oh, this actually compels me to show up for this. That's huge. Yeah. That's something that people can definitely take away and, and work with in their own life. Because I think it's so normal to throw out a number or throw out a goal or run a marathon. It's like, look beneath that. Yeah. What would you say is a good question for people to ask themselves once they have yeah. a number or goal? Yeah. So how will I feel when I have 150K? Like what will be different? Mm. Who will Who will I be? when I achieve this? Like what will be different when I achieve this? How will it feel when I achieve this? That's like the biggest one. Mm-hmm. What will it feel like to achieve this? Cause it is like, oh, safe, comfortable, ease. There's nothing about like, I'll have a hundred, like nothing about like the sentence of I'll have 150K is in the actual congruence of it. Like oh, I feel safe, I feel ease. So just how, how will I feel when I have this? Yeah. Oh, I will feel proud. I'll feel like legitimate. I'll feel real. I'll feel safe. I'll feel comfortable, taken care of. And those are all things we can create now. We don't have Mm. to wait for that. It's like, oh, and good to write, like have an intention, Mm -hmm. but to get clear on what's underneath it. It's like, I feel so much better on the way. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I really see it as like a visual. I don't know. It's like the ocean, like it may be like rough or a lot of waves on the top, but then under the ocean, it's just like the peace. Yeah. The clarity. Yeah. The and that's usually under, under most gold. It's like, I'll feel freedom. I'll feel mm-hmm. love. I'll feel safe. I'll feel happy. Like that's usually underneath all of them. It's just like, oh, feeling that now. Oh, yeah. Mm, so powerful. Okay. Well, we have about three minutes and I really want to invite you to like share if there's anything that you want to express or put out into the universe, whether it's about your own goals or really just any last like messages that you feel called to share with this community. Yeah. So what do I feel called to share? I just want everyone to feel the ease that's available to them in getting congruent with, yeah, actually what they're creating, with what their goal actually means to them. Mm. And I want to feel more ease and joy in the work that I'm doing. I want to be showing up even more powerfully and in a bigger way. 
and inviting people in and yeah, just sort of being like an example of freedom and ease. And I just want to thank you for this conversation too. And just embodying that, like that's yeah. just a commitment to embodying ease and joy and growth and not using growth, the desire for growth against ourselves, mm. but just continuing to expand expansion joy growth from ease is what i want to send out to everybody yeah receive <laughs> yeah! mm -hmm. and how can people find you reach you be in your own space share with yeah. me. instagram lindsey brett l-i-n-d-s-e-y b-r-e-t-t and Facebook, Lindsay Brett Carruthers, that's C-A-R-O-T-H-E-R-S. Um, I'm creating a new website, so it'll be lindsaybrettcarruthers.com. So that's going to be happening in March or April, March or April. Um, but DMing, even email Lindsay Carruthers Coaching, any questions, or I'm happy to receive DMs. Uh, yeah, that's how they can reach me. Mm. And I'm all, yeah, I'm in those spaces, mostly Instagram and Facebook, and they can find resources there beautiful well yeah. I am so happy that we did this and that it just aligned and it was so fun like I just love talking to you and I love your energy and I thank you so much for being open to this and being vulnerable and sharing what's on your heart um and I'm excited to continue to be on this journey with you and see what comes next but thank you thank so you. much thank you for having me you're so welcome. Love you. Love you.